is Christine Conti, and you are listening to best-selling author of Split Second Courage. What if your fears were the key to your dreams? That's right, everyone. Available on Amazon right now as an ebook or paperback. Grab your copy today and unleash your inner superhero. What is holding you back from living the life you truly deserve? It is Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are two fit crazies. And the microphone. We are where it's at. How awesome was today's guest? In studio. So amazing. Wait till you hear about Max Gomez. Incredible story. Uh, I mean, just like, where do you even begin? He's a gym owner. <laughs> let's, let's, He's got an amazing mindset. <laughs> he does. Very strong mindset. And he has one leg. <laughs> He's good at overcoming things. He's amazing. He's an amputee. Oh. Who owns a gym? Called Amped. Amped. Imagine that. Get a- it? A-M-P apostrophe D. He's one amazing human being that you are going to sit back today and be like, why am I not acting? Why am I not doing all the things that I think I can't do? I, it's it's incredible. You know, we hear the excuses that people mm-hmm. make, right? And and a lot of time it's about time. And and I've money. I said I said to somebody time and money, all these things. And, and and I said to somebody this week, I said, listen, there's somebody that's busier than you. Mm-hmm. You know, because I was getting the tale of woe about it. You know, this person happened to be the busiest person on the planet. And okay, we're all busy. We all have things. We have families. We have jobs and careers and all this stuff. School, whatever it is. But it, it, it was. It's always like you know. I and I said there are people that are busier than you that make time for their own health, right? Mm-hmm. And that was my message to that person, right? And there are people that have overcome way more than you and have found. Mm-hmm. Away in this world, and you know, manage to be healthy and stay fit mentally and physically, and you know, they they just try real hard, right? And that's Max, and they show up. They show up for themselves, and they show up for other people. That, I mean, leaving when when you hear him talk, there was no doubt in his mind. You know, in the first fifteen minutes when you listen to him. There's no doubt in his mind when he tells his story of what happened that he was ever like, oh, my gosh, I didn't know if I could do this or I didn't. It was, well, this is what happened and this is the next step and here's what's going to happen next. And then I'm going to be there was it was so fluid. It was like he had a boo boo. Yeah. He's like, like, yeah, you know, my foot and then this. And the doctor said it's a sprain. And then they were like, they're going to cut it off. And he's like, cut it off. And then they got better. And then I did. I'm like. Week, and then and then and then he was back on the thing. You know, it it was a motorcycle accident. He was back on the motorcycle. You know, he was a competitive rider, so it Mm -hmm. wasn't like you know he was a hobby rider. You know, riding a street bike. He's since been to X Games and things like that. Yeah, yeah. He's was back to competing. He doesn't much anymore, but you know, competing against able-bodied riders. Able-bodied right? I I, I don't even know what to call it. (laughs) Like he is able-bodied. He's there's nothing wrong here. Um, and, and it's just a fantastic story and picture of just how powerful the mind is mm-hmm. and how your problems, you know, are, are small compared to some other people that have done great things with their problems. Right. There, 
yeah, I, I think you need to hear from Max and we're going to be quiet and let him <laughs> sing um, about mindset and his energy is just going to make you ready to ready to make some changes in this world. Look, there are a few podcasts that we do where it's like that is a unique individual. Oh, right. They, the world is just just starting for him. He's you know, He's unique, y'all haven't heard anything yet from Max. Is a, this is a unique individual, and you're going to get a really good story here. So let's get to it. Uh, Two Fit Crazy at a Microphone podcast with Max Gomez in studio. Here we go. The show, Max Gomez. How are you today? I'm doing great. I'm happy to be here. Oh, and Brian. Yeah, I'm here too. Yes. That's right. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, you know how awesome it is today well, yeah. to have a in-person studio. In-studio. No Zoom. Yes. No nonsense. No no issues with the interweb. Nope. No, I can't hear you. I can't see you. You're, you know, what's going on, and not just Brian and I sitting yeah. here, like, yeah, 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 fighting. You're gonna for, do it, do it right. Fighting for who's gonna have the best question, right. you know. Right, right. It's because we got a local boy, right? No, you're not. No, what are you? I'm I'll let, from New York. I'll let it that out. I'm gonna get, yes. I'm gonna get killed for saying that. You know that who else is here. from New York? I thought you were from Belmar. No, well, I live in Belmar now. Go. Wait, where, where are you? Go. I'm, I'm a Long Island girl. Okay. No, but I'm I lived in the city. Westchester. And then I went to school. My undergrad, okay. I played volleyball for Binghamton. Got you. Okay, so I'm not alone. So, like, I I, I did you all of that. went to SUNY that. Binghamton? We don't call it that, first off. Way hey, up there. Binghamton SUNY University. School. Oh. Yeah. Where, where in uh, I should have <laughs> done my homework on this one. What? <laughs> where, where in homework? Where, where, where in, <laughs> we never do homework. Where in Westchester? Uh, so I graduated from New Rochelle High School. Uh-huh. Uh, I lived there. I mean, we still have the house there. Um, I was there all the way up until 2015. My mom got an apartment in Belmar, and then at the time I was transferring schools, and I was kind of in the middle of like craziness, and uh, I went to Brookdale, and then as soon as I uh, was there, I was like, I'm just going to live in this house because nobody, it's a, an apartment, small, but I was like, I'll just make it work. And then I went to Kane and then I graduated in 2020 from Kane and I've been in Belmar since. Oh, that's and I dangerous. Dangerous but, to live there is what I always hear. Yeah. In the summer, especially right. being 22. All right. Look. If and you're you, single. I am single. If you yeah. That's why I did my hair and makeup today. <laughs> <laughs> He's too young for you, Christine. No, just I'm, so- I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, Brian and I are going to have a fight right um, now. You might want to step out. There's going to be fingernails for those, and weed For those of you that don't, that don't know, <laughs> Belmar, New Jersey, is, is right on the beach, beach town. It's an amazing place. 
it's it gets wild in the summertime. Not as wild as it used to be. I'll tell you that, man. That's, I've heard stories. Yeah, no, it, it, that that place was was like wild. It's it, it's lost a bit of its edge. Really? Yeah, it's hard to believe. Oh, it no, it's hard to believe crazy. because it does get crazy <laughs> still. But man. Like I, I grew up. You know, I'm a little bit older than you, Max, and uh, and and so is Christine. And uh, it was it was wild. I mean, it was. But I can yeah, only imagine. Good place to live, though. Not so bad. I was in the East Village, so that's. I mean, if that says anything. Yeah, kinda, that's that's a wild. That's kind of wrong. That's, that's not like it used to be either. Right? <laughs> Nothing's like it used Everything to be. Changes. We sound like cranky old oh my people. Gosh. Yeah, um. Anyhow. So Anywho. you're in New Jersey and you own Amped. Yep. Fitness. Yep. Right? Yep. Amped. Tell us about it. So a lot not many people well, sometimes people make the connection, but I'm an amputee, which I'm sure we'll get into that whole story. We but, better. Um so the gym is amped because I'm an amputee. Uh, but most people think it's like amped up. Mm-hmm. So it's like kind of a play on words. But um yeah, I was like when I I was like I have to name the gym this. Like how can I not? That's such a you know, that's your brand. No, I love this. Is you know, branding? So. <laughs> Max, yeah, stop branding. Be silly exactly. not to, right? Exactly. So it's A M P apostrophe D. That's it. That's it. That's it. And uh, all right, so we got to talk about it. I mean, uh, amputee. What, what's the story? How did this happen? All right, so um, it, so ever since I was four years old, um, I've raced. Well, not raced. I just rode dirt bikes for, you know, when I was four, we just, you would putt around the backyard and whatever. And then as you get older and you kind of figure out what you want to do, um, my dad would buy me, you know, bigger bikes and then you can't ride in the yard anymore. You got to start going to like a dirt bike track, which is an hour away. So it's a big commitment. It becomes, you know, you can't really, you either do motocross or you don't, or you don't do it. Because it's like, you know, there's no baseball. And then there was no time to do any of that other stuff because this was just like my life at that point. So when I was, even when I was younger, like it was just, I loved doing that. It was all we did. I would ride my dirt bike and my dad would chase me on his bicycle. So it was like cardio for him. And then I'm just like having fun and riding around. So um, I did it all through uh, elementary, all through middle school. Um, and then all the way through high school, like I never really, I wrestled in middle school and high school, but that was like off season when it, in the winter. Um, and even then, like I'd wrestled just so I could stay in shape to ride. Um, and then, um, so as you, you know, you get bigger, you start traveling further. I was at this big race in, um, just outside of Pittsburgh to try to qualify for like this big national. Um, and we were there Friday was practice. And it was like, I didn't feel great. And then Saturday, I felt really good. Like track dried up nice. Everything was good. Um, And then like the third or fourth race of the day, um, I was in like fifth place, something like that. And I knew I had to pass like a couple people to get in like a qualifying spot. Um, And they water like the track. So they watered one of the jumps to keep like the dust down. Um, So I'm coming up to this jump. And I'm just like sliding everywhere, but I knew I had like a bunch of guys behind me and I've been landed on before and I was like, that's not happening. So I'm just going to hammer it and hope, hopefully I make it all the way over. So I go up this jump, I land on the top of the jump and I didn't fully clear it. Um, and instead of like falling 
forward, like on the track, mm-hmm. I fell off to the side and it was like a jump up a cliff. So it was like a 30 foot drop. And I landed right on, I mean, I guess both my feet, but mostly the right leg. So I landed, I, I, uh, it was like extremely painful, but I was more of just being like an 18 year old kid. I was pissed because I know I ruined my whole weekend. Like I'm not going to this race. Right. I'm like, that's all I was thinking about. I took my helmet off. I'm just sitting there. Like, then they come over, they're like, uh, you know, they check you out, whatever. They drag me off the track. And then they have a medic like at the track, like it's like a little ambulance usually. And, um, so he takes my boot off. He's like, Oh yeah. Like, you know, the boot kind of keeps everything together. We wear all this crazy gear. Um, and he's like, Oh, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't even really look bad. It wasn't like, didn't swell. Like that boot just kept everything together. Um, he's like, I think maybe it's like a sprain. He's like, you might be okay to just, you know, sit for a little bit and see how you feel tomorrow. You might be able to ride tomorrow. I was like, all right. Um, and so we go back to the car and like, I just could not find like a comfortable position. It was just like every hour the pain was like worse. And little did I know, like there was so much damage. So So we go back driving home at this point. No, no. I'm in the car. Like just like we drove in like a van to this track, which was like eight hours away. Mm -hmm. And me and my dad, like we just live out of this van. We did it for years. Right. Like that was the, we didn't. You know, we didn't have a ton of money to get a fancy RV. We didn't do the hotels. It was like you sleep on the floor in the van. That's your spot. So I'm laying in my spot, and I'm like, you know, I told my dad, I'm like, this thing is like not, you know, normally I could find a spot to just like chill out. Not like it was just worse, worse, worse. So he's like, all right, I think we should just go. Like we went back to the medic, and then they like hooked me up with. They, you know, drugged me up, morphine, all this crazy stuff. They took me in the ambulance to uh, Pittsburgh Medical Center, which was like a 40-minute drive. And I was just like on cloud nine. They just pumped me with all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, So I get there. And as soon as we get in, uh, they did like x-ray, you know, just like basic stuff. And then they, one of the doctors takes out this little machine, which is like a, a Doppler that they use, I think, for, like, babies to find, like, their heart rate. So he was checking for, like, a pulse, and they, like, couldn't find anything. So they're, like, you know, that's when that I, I see them, like, all running around, whatever. They So they decided to cast it. So they cast it. We're laying in there, me, my brother, and my dad. Um, and then once things started to get more serious, my dad was, like, all right. My mom, like, never goes to these races ever. She's probably seen me ride maybe through four times my whole life, which – I can understand, mm-hmm. like, you right, know, right, so, right, right. So she's home. So, and we were supposed to go somewhere, like, uh, I think we were supposed to go to Spain, like, in like a couple weeks. So my dad calls her and he's like, hey, like, this is, you know, a little worse than we thought. Like, we thought it was just going to be a sprain. It looks like it might be a break. Um, and he's like, I'm going to come pick you up. So they leave. My brother and my dad leave the hospital. I'm in the hospital by myself in Pittsburgh. There's all these doctors around. But I've been in the hospital many times, like just crazy injuries. So for me, it's like, all right, like we're just at it again. Um, So while they leave, they're gone. I stay there overnight. The next morning, like real early, I wake up. The doctor comes in. He's checking for the pulse. And before they were able to like find it, kind of. Now, like I see the look on his face. He's like, he's looking for like five minutes and he's got nothing. He's like, we got to rush you in for like an emergency surgery, like right now. So... Luckily, I was 18. Like, I could kind of just, you know, 
give them the go-ahead. So we go in. Uh, my first surgery, I was in there for 20 hours. Holy so shit. when they, while I'm in there, my parents come back. They come back to the hospital. Everybody's there. My mom, my, I think my sister was there, my brother, my dad. Um, and they tell them, uh, them uh, the doctors say, like, listen, like it doesn't really look good. There's a chance. They said a chance that he might lose his leg. And my dad, like, fainted right in the waiting room. Like, it was, like, a whole big thing. They got people that are helping him out. My mom's like, screw him, leave him. Like, just tell me, like, what's going on? So <laughs> finally, like, I get out of the surgery. Um, they had, like, I uh, had an external fixator. So they didn't even close me up. It was, like, crazy. That My leg was, like, open. Like, it was, like, an unfinished job. I didn't even think they did that. Just, like, <laughs> sanitary. I thought, like, all right, they got to, like. Open wounds. No, it was yeah, open. Like, yeah. it was just, like. I could see the muscles. You could see, like, Woo. it's crazy. So I'm looking. I'm like, all right, well, that definitely does not look good. Um, but they they didn't tell me for, like, a couple days, like, the severity of it. So um, I ended up being in the hospital for, like, a month. But, it, uh, you know, a couple days goes by, and they're like, listen, like, this is the situation. You know, we're going to try to save your leg and – we're going to do this, this, this. And my parents were like, just, you know, do whatever you got to do. And even still at that point, like, I still didn't think it could be possible. Like, I'm like, okay, like, what are the chances that this, I'm actually going to like lose my leg? You know, like in my mind, I was so naive. Like I thought people were born without a leg and like, it wasn't possible to like lose. I don't know. I was just like a dumb kid. Like I didn't think anything of it. So I'm like, all right, whatever. So they go back in for another surgery and they did a bypass. So they took an artery out of my left leg. So I have like a huge scar on my left leg. They took an artery out. They put it in the right leg and they're like, you don't need all the, you know, how, what I think they said there's three main arteries. You don't really need, you only need two of them to like function. So they take one out. They put it in the right side. They did that first. Uh, a couple of days goes past. That didn't work. So I go in for my third surgery, and that was uh, they put a like a stent, and just to like open mm -hmm. up the the Flow. yeah yeah. Um, a couple of days goes past, that doesn't work. So then at that point, they were kind of like, we're out of options. Like you can leave this foot on you, um, but by that point, like I was already getting gangrene. My toes were turning blue. I couldn't really. And when I first got in there, I could wiggle them. I couldn't wiggle them anymore. Like I was like, this thing is literally dying on me. And you know, you take the risk of it spreading, spreading up. the infection. Yeah. yeah. So we were like, uh, you know, at that point, like you had to make a crazy decision. Like as a family, all right. Like this is gonna, you know, all my injuries prior was like, okay, you get injured, but then you recover. I'm like, this is like a permanent injury, you know. So I'm like. You know, but at that point, like I knew, I'm like, all right, well, if I don't cut it off now, at some point I'm gonna have to cut this thing off because it's literally dead. So, amputated it. That was the fourth surgery. A little bit of uh, they waited a couple days, and then I went in for a fifth surgery, and they did a skin graft where they just like shave off a piece of skin off the top of my thigh, like sew it all up, and to this day, it's like ugly, but. You know, they did the best they could. They made it work. Um, and then, you know, I was 18. And a couple of days after that, I left the hospital. And I was in a wheelchair for, like, maybe five days. And I hated it. They said I should have been in it for, like, a couple months. But I was, like, just 
get me some crutches. I'll figure it out. And then I was on crutches all summer 2012. And then September 11th of 2012, I got my first leg. And since then, I've probably had like 10 of them. And you just go through them. And then that was a whole process, relearn how to walk and PT and this and that. And, you know, every every couple months, it was something new. All right, we'll learn how to do this, try to do this. Because it's like, you know, you hear from doctors, okay, try this, do this. But I'm like, all right, this guy's got two legs. This lady's got two legs. Like, right. they're not, you know, nobody really knows. Right, the experience you, yeah. is not there. You can read about <laughs> it, but until you feel it you know the phantom pain and which really i didn't have that bad but when it did happen it was like the weirdest thing ever you know you feel like you have your toes and you you get itchy and you know there's all these questions i was 18 i'm like i'm still figuring myself out now i gotta figure this out and then like you know what was i gonna do with school what am i gonna so it was like a whole lot a lot of shit going on but we're here now so we made it through <laughs> How awesome is his mindset? It's pretty sweet. Like, I'm just sitting back being like in awe of the, you could have easily been like, this sucks. Like, woe is me. Wow. I, you know, what am I going to do with the rest of my life? And how could I keep going? And I I like that you said you were like, you know, maybe I was a dumb kid. You weren't. I mean, I think that there's, you had, you know, being naive on your yeah. side, oh wait, you know, yeah, it was yeah, a great yeah. thing. Or inexperienced. Right. Right. But you'd never, it wasn't like, you'd not once when you were telling that story where you're like, yeah, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to ride again or, you know, no, I'm just, you know, you're going to learn how to walk and you're going to learn, you know, there was no question. Yeah. And that's what's really cool that were, were there moments were there any yeah. you know thresholds where you were kind of like you know i mean yeah. depression set in or any of this stuff no, I, mean, I, had, I had plenty of that like you know you, it, but it, it would come and go like in phases you know you're you're kind of and honestly like sitting here right now like i can honestly say this thing has not held me back from doing anything that i want to do um you know it, it if anything it's given me so many like awesome opportunities um, you know, to fast forward a little bit, I've, I was always obsessed with like, you know, like the X games. Yeah. So when I got back on what the bike, those? I'm just kidding. <laughs> got all the like crazy athletes. And, uh, so when I got back on the bike, I started riding again and then they, I got an invite to go there. So we drove to California and like, I mean, this is like, we had to figure out how to, you know, set up the bike and it was all, but everything was like, okay. What's the next challenge? Like, that was always how I looked at it. Even when I was in the hospital, laying in the bed, like, my dad put in a request to have, like, a little trapeze, like, bar above my bed so I could do, like, (laughs) pull-ups. And I would just do pull-ups. And I'm like, all right, well, if I'm sitting here all day, like, I might as well do something. And, you know, it was like, okay, well, I have one leg now. I can't change that. But what I can do is figure out how to use it. And if, you know, I'm going to be the best amputee that I could possibly be and I'm going to run, you know, better than able-bodied people and I'm going to ride faster than I just kind of like that competitive spirit made it so that I can spin my mind in a way that it didn't ever really. I mean, you know, you have little here and there, but for the most part I was pretty like I'm conquering this shit. That's awesome. I you know, I and I get it. It's like, you know, it's like you you're just like this is where I am now and and you see things in a different through you know in a, in a different view yeah. where it's like i want to do that as an amputee yeah i want to do that 
too as an amputee. It's almost like there's that hill. I'm going to go run up that yeah. thing, you know. And uh, y- y- you mentioned that you you got back on the bike. So take us through that process. How long, you know, when did you know that you know that you were going to be riding again? It didn't take very very long. My mom was not happy about that at all because <laughs> moms I, are going to mom. Yeah, man. she was not thrilled. So here's um, your bubble. Yeah. Now you can ride. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, she said, she was like, if this happened to you any younger than 18, she's like, I would have never. But, you know, you're an adult and you can make your own. De- I mean, not that, you know, 18-year-olds this day, day and age, like, what did I know? But I was, you know, when we, my dad was very superstitious, so we sold everything. As soon as this happened, all the bikes, I had like two or three bikes, they were all gone. Gear was gone. Everything was gone. Just either threw it out or sell it um and then after like you know a couple months i think even before i even had my leg i was like how am i gonna like let this thing you know like this is what i do i ride like it's gotta be a way and then like i would look things up online like amputee motocross and there was like a whole race and then that was when i found out about the x games and they had this whole other like organization and i was like oh how cool would it be to be like one of these guys and so i told my dad one day i'm like listen like the one thing i want is when i'm when i get this leg like just have a bike in the garage there for me and if i decide like i want to do it then i'll do it then but if not then you know we we could sell it whatever um and i'll never forget like the first day back um I had like, I just used like my everyday leg and like I had, so on a, on a motorcycle, your back brake is controlled by the right foot. And like when I rode, I kept like, you know, I didn't have any feeling for it. So I'd kept, you know, hit it. You go up to a jump and you're like, oh, you know, you're kind of like dragging it and you're, it was a little dangerous. Cause I was like, I kept sure. hitting this thing. So I was like, just take it off. I'll try to ride it with no back brakes. So we take off the brake that helped a little bit. And then just through time and, like, research and, like, my dad's very good with, like, his hands and he's able to, like, build, you know, things. Um, We were able to, like, rig up this system where we took the back brake and we put it, like, on the handlebar. It's almost like a bicycle. Right. So I had my front brake, my back brake, my clutch. And then, like, eventually I I got this other, like, leg for riding that was all, like, heavy duty. Like, it had, like, a shock in it. And then once I got that, like, it was like, I felt like I felt like before the accident, like it was just, it clicked. And then, and then, you know, it, I mean, at my prime, I haven't ridden in a while now, but I was much faster than I ever was with two legs. Um, <laughs> and then I would compete with all the able body people. And sometimes I would, you know, do good and beat them. And, you know, I ended up, I, I moved, moved my, when I, when this accident happened, I was in novice class. And I went to amateur, and then I was expert. So I raced the expert class, and um, I loved it. I mean, the injuries suck, but I'm a little more careful now. I mean, I don't ride much now, but I still got a bike. It's tucked away. It's got a lot of cobwebs <laughs> on you'll it. Always, you'll always have a bike, yeah, right? I, yeah. I, I'm like every time I think about selling it, I'm like, how am I going to sell this bike? This thing's like my whole life. Oh yeah, no, you have to have it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I know. All right. There's there's so much, so many things, (laughs) so many things all over the place now. All right. So now you, you know, you're recovering mentally. You seem like this is 
awesome. Yeah. Your mindset. Yeah. Now, how do you go? Like you talked about creating Amped and where did that originate from? I know you were riding, but were you always into, you know, fitness, wellness, you know, yeah. where'd that come from? Yeah. So, um, before I had the accident, I was like going to the gym a lot and I was, you know, you're like an 18 year old kid. You want girls and you want to be like as jacked as you can be and you want, you know, whatever. So, um, and then once I went in the hospital, like I lost everything. I was, you know, like 110 pounds when I left the hospital, like I was like a twig. I see pictures to this day. I'm like, it was literally, I was just bones. And so when I got out of the hospital and I finally got my leg, like I was like, all right, I need to like pick myself back up. And so I started going to the gym and then like from like the end of 2012 to now, the most I've ever taken off is maybe like a week. Like I never have taken off two weeks consecutively of like not working out. And I just like, you know, you just get like this passion. Like I love it to this day. I'm like, I can't wait and just go work out. Like it's just, you know, it's in me. Um, Ladies and gentlemen that aren't in the studio right now, it, it shows. All right, homeboys fit. <laughs> all right, I'm like, wait, days off? What? Yeah, huh? right. A week, sucker. The thing is, I don't week. have to do as many leg days, so I could do a lot oh of upper gosh. body. You look good from the top half up. Okay, that's the secret right there. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so, so I did that. You got the bug. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. For because sure. it makes you feel good. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Even if it, I always say, like, even if it didn't give me, like, muscles, it's just the release. You know, the fact that you could go in and just, like, put on a good song and just be, like, hitting heavy weights. Like, I'm like, I don't know how everyone doesn't love this. Like, Bri- I'm like. Brian, don't laugh. I love pushing the sled. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's a good one. I love pushing like the hardest the thing damn you can do. sled. It yeah. makes me feel so good. Yeah. And I feel so badass. Feel like powerful. Look at me, I'm not that big. No, no, you didn't. Right. But like love the sled. Oh, <laughs> the sled is the best. Look yeah. at that lady pushing the sled again. Yeah. I'm like, yo. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So Get funny. all hopped up. Yeah. It's awesome. That's it. <laughs> um and then so then like when I was in um I went to college for I wanted to be a nurse like originally. And then I was like, based ah, on your experiences, yeah, just like, yeah, that's over, common. I was like, you know what, this might be for me, like, you know, whatever. And then I wanted to be that changed, and I wanted to be a physical therapist. And I was like, all right, this is a little more like my speed, you know. It's not nursing was kind of quick. I'm like PT, like you can kind of build a relationship with somebody, whatever. And then it was like, I wanted to be in PT school all the way up until like. Pretty much I opened the gym, but it was just so hard to get in anywhere. And I'm like, it's so expensive. It's such a big commitment. Like I was like, let me like weigh my options. So, um, in order to get into PT school, you have to do like aid, like you have to get like shadow hours Mm -hmm. or whatever. So I worked at a couple different places and this one place that I worked at in Long Branch, the lady was like, oh, you should try to be a personal trainer at least in the meantime, like you can kind of work your own it's hours step in the right direction. Yeah. And it's like, it'll help you. It'll look good. I was like, all right. So I, I did that. I got, I, I did like an, the ACE, mm-hmm. uh, whatever. And then yep. I passed that. And then, um, I started working at a gym in freehold called sets, um, which is awesome. I loved, um, the, the worst part about it was the commute. Like I had to commute from Belmar and I had to be there at like, 4 30 a.m oh. so i was up at 3 30 like that lot. part's not fun but 
getting there, I'm like, this is the most fun job I ever had. I just run around and, you know, yell at people and tell them like, <laughs> you know, squat low, push, you know, like whatever. So, um, that part was awesome. And then they were going to open a location around here and I was going to, I guess, kind of like manage it. Um, and then COVID hit and obviously everything went like haywire. And then, um, the gym was doing zoom workouts, which I'm not, a, I don't like anything online. Like I'm in person. I, you know, so I was just, it was not my thing. And, uh, so I reached, I was like, you know what? I was making like 30 bucks a week. It was terrible. Like I was just enough to like pay for food. And, um, I, I reached out on like, I went on the, joined all the local Facebook groups. Um, mostly like mom ones, you know, cause I was like, I'm targeting a specific sure. person here. Smart. Yeah. And so I just put it, um, I was like, if anyone is looking, uh, you know, I'm a certified trainer. If anybody's looking to have me come to their house, you know, cause everybody's all cooped up and it was like April, May ish. So it started to get nice out and it like blew up. I had like ton of people reaching out to me. My phone was going crazy. And within like a month, I was making more money than I ever made pretty much ever in my life because everything was cash. I would just go to these people's houses mm -hmm. and I would buy like a little bit of equipment. I had a Jeep. I would just throw it all in the back. And then uh, I did that all through summer 2020. Like I, you know, planned, I had a whole schedule. I was meeting all these people. I was building clientele. And then I knew like, all right, well, once it gets cold, I'm going to lose all these people. Um, and then I just like got lucky one day I was, um, so, you know, thrive, right? Sure. Yeah. All right. So I ran into him and he's like, Oh, my dad has this, um, you know, building in Manasquan. If you want, you can go check it out. There's a room for rent. You know, I went up in there and I was like, it's a little smaller than I would have liked, but I was like, you know what? It was, he was, you know, the, the price for the price. I was like, I'm just going to give it a shot. So I, that was in December. Built the whole gym out in December, like me, my dad and my grandpa. We were just grinding, like putting, hanging stuff up, drilling things. Put, and I was at the whole time. I was buying all this equipment, like all the money that I saved up all summer. I just was, I was like, this is me investing in me. Like I'll just dump it all in there. So, um, I did all that through December. We opened January fourth. I had like ten members, and then it was just like. Little did I know what I was like getting myself into. I mean, I love it. I wouldn't change it for the world, but I, I tell people all the time, it's like I had a kid. <laughs> I'm in there all the time. Like I'm constantly cleaning it. Things got to be changed. This breaks. You, This and that. It consumed. Well, it does. Consumes. It's still happening my entire life. Um, but I mean, now, you know, we're at like 75 members and I would just... A lot of walking around door to door. I, I was putting flyers in cars. I was leaving no stone unturned, um, you know, just because that's the that, everything's a challenge. So for me, this was another challenge and just figure it out. And uh, it's been good so far. Wouldn't wouldn't change it for the world. You, you got to see the, the, the set to or the, the you know, the building itself. It's the oldest schoolhouse in the town that I grew up in, Manasquan, yeah. New Jersey. It's the old schoolhouse. So when you go into the room that Max occupies, that yeah. Amped occupies, it's it's a school room. It's yeah. you know it's, it's a, got it, chalkboard. It's got a chalkboard with a ledge. Yeah. Cool. It's the yeah. it's the coolest thing, and you know you you can 
look up like the town archives and see like the you know the first yeah. kindergarten class. It's like a bomb that. shelter it, that, that building. It's, Seriously, it's it's got it's got character. Right, it's got character, and uh, it's pretty cool. You know, you got a nice setup. It's enough. It's what you need, yeah. right? You know, yeah, of course, we always want the bigger. Right. We always want right, the right, bigger right. setup and the bigger space. And uh, you know, it sounds like you've you've got that going um, quite possibly pretty soon. Uh, you know, and you're you've grown. Yeah. So it's cool. And, and I remember seeing you on the, you know, the, the, uh, social media and stuff yeah. like that. Like, Who's this kid, you know? Um, any surprises when they, you know, when they meet you? Um, uh, how does that usually go? So it, um, I, I like always wear shorts. Like that was like my thing. Like even when I had past jobs, I was a waiter, I was a delivery driver. So I would just like, I'm like, I'm going to milk it. I just wear shorts all the time. And if, you know, somebody wants to tip me a little extra, so be it. <laughs> so I always have shorts on. And, um, but within the past, like, uh, couple, like this year, I'm like, you know what? Like, I kind of like, you know, these sweatpants. So every once in a while I'll wear sweatpants. And the other day, this happened like a month ago. Uh, there was a new lady in the gym. Uh, one of her friends was there. She brought her in. And, uh, I guess it must have been cold that week. Like I had sweatpants on for like a couple of days in a row. And then, uh, she, I wore shorts like the last, I'd like Friday, whatever the last, one of the days of the week. And, uh, her friend comes up to me and she's like, uh, you know, so-and-so got so mad at me cause I didn't tell her that you have one leg and she was totally shocked. She didn't because, you know, you can't tell if I have pants on like you can't really tell. Yeah, there's no lamp. Yeah, there's yeah. No so, you know, throughout the whole week, she had no idea. And like I didn't think to, you know, that's not I'm not like, oh, well, you Is know, look at me. I'm like, whatever. Like- no, not like, you know, <laughs> she, didn't, she didn't care. But it's just one of those things that it's like, holy shit, this kid's got one leg, you know, and I'm like, you know, I'm demoing and I'm doing all this stuff that I got to do in there. Um, you know, sometimes I even forget. I'm like, oh yeah, forgot I have that. That's awesome. But that's know. awesome. All right, so let me ask you this. Sure. Are you handicapped? No, hell no. I love it. No way. I love. I don't it. even use the pass. My mom uses it. I got two of them. <laughs> she has one. I have the other one. If there's any spot in that parking lot that's not handicapped, I'm going in that spot. Never. I love it. No way. I had a. I had another guy that I knew. He was an older gentleman. And he lost his leg in a motorcycle accident. It was a road bike, you know, and he was in Mexico actually. Yeah. And they they Ooh, took it off. They, yeah, no, it was a little sketchy. Um, and and that was his thing. He's never parked in a in a you yeah. know in a handicapped spot. And he says, "I'm not handicapped. Yeah, yeah I can walk. There's yeah. people that can't walk. Right? You know, you it can always be worse. I'm good. I'll I'll walk whatever I gotta walk. That's how you gotta Any limitations? It, what 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 is something that maybe you, know, um, you have issues with? So it? the one thing that I wish I could do, and it's very minor, but um, so I told, like I said, I used to wrestle, and like uh, the other day, uh, my brother took me went to this like UFC gym, and we were just you know like rolling around. Like I don't think I would be able to do that. I think just because it's like a metal leg, and they you know they get a little weird. Like you're supposed to like not you know it's like a a weapon i guess you could say sure so i'm like sometimes i'm like i wish i could still like wrestle you know but other than that if there was a kid when i was in high school he went to keyport high school and he had one leg and it was he was like you know a hundred and seventy five pound guy that wrestled whatever one thirty five because his leg you know how much does your leg weigh yeah forty pounds right so he was a big boy yeah 
and he was very good. Like, you know, it was like he was well, there's agile. A, there's he was, a guy um, in, he went to, I think, Arizona. Uh, he won a national title. Right. And he had one leg. Mm-hmm. But he was like literally a 160 pounder wrestling 125. Yeah. The dude's upper body was insane. That's what happened. Have, but if you, you know, you spin it and you make it, you know, turn it into your advantage. One less nobody leg could to shoot take on too, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. Nobody could take him down. So he just stayed low. He would go in. And like, I remember that he won that right around the time that like this happened to me. And I was like. Well, you know, you see all these things. I'm always like, things happen for a reason. You see all this crazy stuff. I'm like, you know what? Like, screw it. We're I mean, do it. Christine and I run a lot of races, right? Boston Marathon, New York Marathon, and all these big, you know, big events. Yeah. And Achilles Track Club is a big thing. That's a, you know, a, a, a running club for uh, people with disabilities. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, and, and we see it. You know, it's, it's, it, they're out there, they're, yeah. you know, and they're doing it and they're not shying away from it. I know that, um, actually I think Greg Hanna had, uh, we'll get into Hanna in yeah, a second. Yeah, yeah. He had a couple of them on because he did the show with Eric yeah. Legrand and they, yep. the Boston Marathon bombing. Um, there was a, a, a woman, uh, two women that, that lost their legs and they brought them to a Patriots practice yeah. and Tom Brady and Gronk and now everybody's there and, uh, <laughs> and Belichick and, and, uh. Um, no no but, dry eyes in yeah, the, uh, in I the mean, place. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really unique to see people who have undergone, you know, the, have had this trauma and and you know this this terrible things happen to them that aren't handicapped. No. You know, they're there just the same yeah, as we makes, are. He makes you strong. You know, I look at things now. I'm like, anything <laughs> like you know, I, I can handle whatever. I'm like, if I can handle this, I can handle. You know, like I said, I just signed this lease at three years. I'm locked in. I'm like, you know what? Can't be any worse than uh, you know what I've gone through already. I'll figure it out. That's that's there's no truth. other choice. You yeah. figure it out. Hey, that's you it. Figure it out. Yeah. See, I don't know anybody that isn't you know that's uh, uh, worth much of anything that hasn't gone through adversity. Now you've gone through a lot more than most people would request. Right. <laughs> you know, right, like right. If, if if I had all of our issues on the table right now, I'd want mine back. <laughs> right. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, you'd and that's. The reality of it sometimes. Listen, um, the best people in the world live on my island of misfit toys. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I call it. The island we of misfit <laughs> You know, whether you can see your... Again, this is true. I mean, whatever. some people have, you know, disabilities or things that they go through that yeah. you can see and they're physical. Many people have things they go through that are yeah, up here of course. that you're battling. But that's what makes you who you are. And you said, and you're like, that's your character. Yeah. Like, no, that's... Yeah, that's... That's that makes it. you amazing. And like I said, I, I don't know a lot of amazing people that haven't been through some crazy shit. And, you know, whether you have, you know, all right. You know, when I walk in, I'm like, Brian's like, look at your leg. I'm like, oh, my God, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It doesn't phase yeah. me because you're not that person yeah, who is exactly. using it as a, I mean, not to play on words. You're not using it as a crutch. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. But, that's that's the way it is. This is normal. This is who I am. That doesn't define who it, I am. But it in a way in a way it defines you for the better, right? right. It does. Like Christine's always said, and, and she just wrote a book about it, right? Split second courage. <laughs> go buy that on Hasht- Amazon. Hashtag <laughs> hashtag cop that. There you go. Uh, plug. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, and you said that your rheumatoid arthritis is your gift. Is the oh, gift yeah. that you've received, right? You get punched in the stomach and you're like, oh, God, what am I going to do with this? Yeah. Am I going to be paralyzed? When is it going to happen? Or are you like, well, F you, I'm going to do everything I possibly yeah, can to, right? 
you know, I mean, look at most things in I've, that I've learned in life that have made me who I am today. I've learned in my recovery from alcoholism. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, boom, what a gift, yep. you know, if you see it as such, you know, my father died when I was 12 years old. What, a, you know, in yeah. a way, like, yeah. you know, I, I wouldn't want it back, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, but, it, it, you know, it's just growth and it it's just like, you. you know, it puts us where we are. We don't have any choice in it. No. Right. No, it's, you know, we're, the, we're the leg ain't coming a, back, right? No, exactly. We're all on a, on a roller coaster and we're just along for the ride. You know what's so cool? You listening? The amount of time that you got to spend with your dad, like we're like you know we're suckers for that. Like just being right. a, being a parent and like yeah. losing. You know we both lost parents yeah. and like it's just that in and of itself. Like yeah, that sucks. But like to have them there for well, you it brought, too. It brought my family together oh, a lot man. too. You know because we spent a month in the hospital. Literally, they they never left my side. So it was Amazing. like family bonding time. You know so. Um, yeah, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade not one, wouldn't change anything about it. This is, this is how it was meant to be. I have such a good question. And then you can talk about Hannah. Okay. Ready? So I have met a lot of people in the world and a lot of people have said some really funny things. So I remember me meeting this guy a couple of years ago and he was at, I don't know, he was at one of the gyms. He was a friend's husband and his leg was all messed up. Right. Like really you know, muscle atrophy yeah. and something like looked like a real uh-huh. severe injury. And, um, you know, when you're training, I'm like, Hey, you know, I am very honest, very open. Let's talk about things. Yeah. You know, I'm like, Hey, what's the deal with your leg? You know, like that's me. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. so what's the deal with your leg? You know? And he was like, Oh, it's, I knew he surfed and I knew, you know, whatever. And he's like, Oh, when I was in, you know, Costa Rica, I was surfing and blah, blah, blah. And like a shark, it was crazy. And he had this whole long story. And she, his wife, leans over and is like, you know, he's totally fucking with you, right? <laughs> like, he, he he rode bikes yeah. and his his, yeah, yeah, his yeah. bike um, yeah. fell on him and that's how his leg got that way. And I'm like, you he gave you a whole, he gave It was a such a good story. story. It was such a good story, though, that I was like, you know what? I forgive you. I have a scar on my hand that I tell people shark bite. There you go. Oh, there you go. Uh, what's the best story you ever oh came up with to explain what happened to you? So <laughs> I'm like not good with stories. Oh. So I don't, you know, I try to, but I'll tell you something funny that did happen to <laughs> okay. me one time. And this was like very like soon after it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so I said like I always would wear shorts and I was um, delivering pizza for this restaurant or whatever. Um, and... It was like a Friday night or whatever, and so I'm, I'm, I got all this, you know, this big order. I'm walking out, and um, I'm walking out of the restaurant. There's these two little kids, and they're hanging out outside, and uh, I, w- I walk past them, and they're they're making noise. And then as soon as I walk past, like they get kind of quiet, and then I can I can hear one of them, like he kind of whispers, he's like, "Oh my god." Iron Man, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I'm probably as close as it's gonna get to Iron Man. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm more Iron Man than Iron Man himself. Oh my gosh, that <clears throat> is funny. So I could get kids' reactions all the time. Like it'll be like, you know, we'll be at the beach and people, they, you know, they ask kids because kids don't care. And I, I'm, I'm the type of person like I don't care at all. People will, you know, just say whatever you want. I'll tell you exactly how it is. But plenty of funny um i mean even like just for the gym um me and my brother like we make these dumb videos with like my leg all the time we just made one recently where um it was a video of him like with this big box and he's bringing it up the stairs and um he he goes into the gym he opens it up and um and he's pulling out all this gym equipment 
And and then in the box is me like laying in there with like a sign that says some assembly required and he like pulls my leg out and it's like amped in a box. And it's just me like there's like a, people have been sending me the screenshot of me like all like bent up in this box with like this little sign. So we just like make jokes about everything. I'm gonna ha- we're gonna have to find that. Yeah, definitely. Look in the show notes for that. Link. <laughs> please, please send that to me so I can share it on my Instagram. Oh my god. How'd you meet how'd you meet up with Greg Hanna? Old friend of the show. Yeah, he was one of the like original. Like he was like the first person that I'm trying to think. We did stuff. We filmed back in like 2012, and then he was gonna do this Mission Possible, mm-hmm. and it was me. Uh, there was a guy that surfed. There was a blind golfer. There was Legrand, and it might have been one more person. Um, but it never went through. So he he filmed all this stuff. He sent a guy out to film in Michigan when I was at a race. He sent a guy out to uh, the X Games when I was in California. And, like, he sent me the pilot. I mean, it was awesome. They did awesome work. But I don't know if it just never, like, yeah, it's just bit. Like- and, you know, and it was, like, it's a shame because all these people, like, even, like, I'm, you know, the guy with one leg, but I'm looking at the kid that's blind that golfs. I'm like, that's more incredible than anything I could do. This kid can, like, golf's better than I ever could with two two eyes. That's, that's something yeah. to, you know, stop and think about how yeah. that actually happens. How do you happens. even do that? Right, right. So, and, you know, in, in, in the video, like, you follow, the kid was in college, follows him around. Like, this kid is able to, you know, he's independent. I'm like, that's the most impressive thing I've ever seen. So, I mean, it was a shame. It never went anywhere. But he, um, you know, so I would go out to... Nova every once in a while just to see him. I haven't seen him in a little bit, but as soon as I opened up this spot, he called me within like a day. He's like, dude, did you just open a gym in my hometown? <laughs> like your hometown. This is my spot now. You're gone. He is so enthusiastic about life. Yes, I love him. He's he says, a man. He says, LFG. I said, we got young Max coming into the studio today. Recorded. I was texting him earlier. He says, LFG. Oh, yeah. Make sure you let him know who runs my town. Oh, my gosh. So between, between all of us, it's me. Yeah. yeah, it's me. It. it ain't you, yeah, yeah. and it ain't and me. I don't, yeah. And I don't live in the town. <laughs> live in the That's town. right. Um, no, nah, he's fantastic, and he does such. He's just amazing work that he that he does. And you know, and we've we had him on, and we had Eric Legrand yeah. on. You know, and and just you know, he 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 only works with the best. Yeah. You guys got great stories, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, you know, and everything. Uh, any desire to work with the amputee population for what you do? Is that like a, you know, kind of something to give back? I would or? love, love to do that. I tell people all the time, how cool would it be to have amped be like an amputee gym and they're just like all over the country and it just be like, you know, this is teach them how to, you know, almost like advanced PT. You know, physical therapy, but it's a little bit more, okay, now you're past that stage. Now let's teach you how to, like, build some muscle and get you, you know, rocking and rolling. But at least, you know, in this area or at this time, I think it's just, it's too, you know, the niche is too. Yeah, that's a, that's a, you got, it's a very specific. Yeah. yeah. So it's one of those things, like, I'm not opposed to it. Absolutely. Like, down the road, would love to do something like that. Um, And honestly, I hope it leads me to that because. I feel like I would be like. Thrive. I think Christine and I can help you out, make I some connections with awesome. all that stuff. That. Yeah, I would love if to. If that, do that is your goal, like, is I mean, if that is first of all, you gotta 
your goals have to be here. Yeah. If no one can see me right now, yeah. but my arms are out. Arms aloft. Yeah, there they are. If, if I've learned, if I've learned anything <laughs> in the last, well, you know, this is my third career. Like if I've learned anything, it's whatever it is that you want, yeah. you got to go for it. Yeah. Like there is no, yeah, one of the, all right, I'm going to quote myself. One of the lines in my book is what is the cost of your hesitation? What's the cost? We're not just talking about money. Yeah. What's the cost of your yeah. regret of not doing yeah. something or whatever? And Absolutely. you know what the cost is? You're going to, the cost of, of the hesitation could be, look at all the people that you could have helped. I know. With your mindset. Right. Like your mindset right. is freaking amazing. You're unique. Man. Like the, you're not you. normal. And guess what? Normal people, like we're not here to be normal. We're here to be, yeah. not here to be average. Here to be awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, but that, you know, think about, that in New York City. I know. You know what I mean? Like, that's where you have to think of. Think about or even that. Even like, in, you know, vet, army veterans. Like, these are guys that were in good shape VA. before and now, you know, and, and they should. Everybody's entitled to building themselves back up. And then, you know, if I can offer my, you know, this year marks 10 years, my 10 years of, of experience that I've built with this thing. And, decade. Exactly. So uh, it's something that I would love to do. And I'm hoping that, you know, my path leads me there. But in the meantime, Dude. I love my gym. I love training people and just doing my you thing. You can do it all. Max, you, you take all. that word hope and you bury You're it right. in the ground. I was going to say. Quit. You bury that. It's my lecture today. Yeah. You don't hope. You make it happen. Make it I, happen. Will I will do this. I like that. At some point. Don't get ready to be ready. Or see it. You're already ready. Mm -hmm. Manifest it. <laughs> yeah. All good. I, love, I mean, you know. Now you know us and we know some people and by awesome. the way everyone on this that's listening to this freaking podcast today hello like number one think about the mindset that we've just talked about you know what what is it that you're thinking of right now that you're you know oh i shouldn't do this or i this or okay well max sure didn't let any of that happen and then you know where where do you want to go and and guess what if you have connections and Listen, now uh, now let's make this happen for him because I don't know that there is – I mean, I know that there's organizations and whatnot, but I don't yeah, know of like anything specific. Gym. That's specific. what I'm saying. I don't think uh, – It's more of like just PT. Yeah. Whereas like, okay, PT is great, but that's – what, are you going to be in PT forever? And then like you said, you don't consider yourself handicapped, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't want to be in a place that that made me feel that I was – Different. Yeah. Right. Like, I'd want to be, hey, listen, all right, well, all of us have something. And and and, and like you said, man, you, you, you know, awesome. you exercising right now, it's not always for physical, you know, reasons. Yeah. It's for your brain. Yeah. Right. And there are plenty of people that need to get back into yeah. that because it, it is, you know, that is the, the you know, the, the area that needs the improvement the most. Just that physical activity. And they do need different, you know, you do need different care. You know, you do need to attack things in a different way, right. somewhat, at least to begin yeah, with, yeah, you know, until until you're ready to, you know, uh, to, to, to go into a, a regular gym. And, and it's just an area where, you know, it's just an extension of the of the PT. And exactly. Shit, who knows it better than you, man? Yeah, so <laughs> that's the plan. Yeah. So what's what's another, what's next, like? I mean, we talked about, you know, your gym and whatnot, yeah. but what about, what about you? Like competition wise, or what do you see going forward? Like what's your next challenge? Cause I know you got something. You're um, of. so, uh, 
I mean, in the very immediate, um, there somebody at my gym signed me up for like a two mile run, which I haven't done anything running okay. wise in the a long time. The Manasquan Beach Run, yeah. I'm All gonna right. be doing that one. When is that? I think it's February. Was it 19th? It's, it's, a, it's in a couple it's of like weeks. It's yeah. cold. Yeah. Like on the it's beach. The mask on beach. I don't know if it's, I'm hoping actu- that it's not actually on the. A portion of it is on okay. the sand. Well, then I guess we're going to have to make do. We'll see. I got you, brother. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure all right, it out. All right. Yeah, good, yeah, good, yeah, good. Yeah, You're yeah. doing it? Uh, I, I was going to bring the kids up to okay. that. Yeah, have the kids run. They'll be there. It's two miles. I'll just yeah. burn it real quick. Most of it's on the on the boardwalk in Madison. Okay, good. Good, good. So that's, I guess, the most, you know, and then other than that, I'm hoping that this. New gym, Amped 2.0, right in Brielle, uh, will be open hopefully by April. Um, we're going to try to give a nice big push and get some local you know, people in there. I got to do my due diligence and go to the local businesses and shake some hands and kiss some babies and whatever <laughs> else we got to do to make it happen. But I think you should do a nice business, launch man. party. A launch party. I know a girl who, like you know, Ooh. who would definitely be in to go. She knows a lot of rally, people. rally the troops. That's great. So does Brian. He's just being shy about it. <laughs> I'm just more vocal about know, this but, chaos. But, but here's a visitor. You have to understand that a lot of people that will be listening to this aren't don't live locally, right? So we've got people around the country or around the world. Even. Yeah. Um, you know, we get hits from from all over the place. Um, so where do they go to maybe see more about your story or see your website or do you put your story on there? Do you have? Yeah. So there's a little bit on the website. The website is uh, amped. That's A-M-P-D fitness NJ.com. Um, there's a lot more on the Instagram, which is amped A-M-P-D fitness NJ. Um, and we, like I said, we make all the funny videos and we're always doing my brother, uh, which I didn't even talk about him, he's like a famous TikTok star. Is that uh, right? Yeah, he has like millions of followers to the point where if I walked in to Johnny Max with uh, either him or John Travolta, I would get it, he would be more popular. In more there. popular than Absolutely. John Travolta. Absolutely. Well, it's also age. That's also like. Fucking they, TikTok, man. We, it's making these people it's insane. Say, yeah. It's insane. He has brand deals. He had a manager for a while. He just sold merch. He's He sits home and makes cameo. Kid's probably making more money than me. Chilling. What a life. I, also, I need That's his phone number. That's hysterical. I'm going to need to talk to him. What's the, what's the TikTok? <laughs> it's Duke Gomez. But he has like 10 different accounts because he gets banned like every five minutes. So he's got a <laughs> couple happens. other ones. Um, but his Instagram, he's got like 80 thousand followers on instagram and he's big time uh, so he helps we make videos with him he gets a little you know cameo in there and then those videos take off because everybody like loves duke i'm trying to get him to coach because then i'd be really chilling he's younger he's 21 yeah so he's, a li- he's and how old are you now i'm 27 27 yeah so we got a little gap i did my time with the whole DJ's bar a thing. Now I'm like, go ahead, you. It's all you. <laughs> He's rattling off all the local haunts here, all the all the local establishments. If, you have, if you've come to the Jersey Shore, though, you've heard these names. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's, it's Disneyland. <laughs> it, it it's Disneyland now. Like I said, it used to have an edge. It used to be better. Like what? Like it used what? to be like. Remember, like the the one. Uh, it, it used to be like Gotham City, where it's just a little uh, darker and yeah. more. Divas, but but you know, it was it was it was always it's always been wild, man. And DJs was always there, and Barre was always there. It was wild. I don't think I've ever been to DJs. Wow. Do you know that? Because oh. I've like 
didn't grow up that. here. I didn't grow up here. See, Never we, been to we used to go. We used to go. Tuesday nights used to be reggae night, and that was the local night. You would always go. Locals would go wow. on Tuesday night, and it was always like they had a good drink deal, and like you know, it was when yeah. the out of towners weren't really there, uh, and uh, you know, because the weekend was over. But uh, I've been on the weekend as well. My friend was a bartender there for a long, long time, so we used to hang out back by his bar, and it was <laughs> freaking wild. Yeah, what a scene! I can it's only a, imagine. Uh, it, it's a discotheque. Knowing a, knowing a bartender in there is a dangerous thing. That place, you'll just zone out. I got stories, bro. Maybe oh. it's a good thing that I wasn't here. Yeah, probably. For, for another podcast. Yeah. Christine, it was a good thing that you weren't, weren't around okay. for any of that stuff. Yeah, it was pretty wild. Oh, good Lord. Oh, man. This was an awesome conversation. I'm excited. Very happy. I'm happy that uh, you know you guys. We finally were able to make this happen. This I can't wait awesome. to like, drop in to your new place. I'm like, oh, hey, God. and you're like, oh my god, yeah. I'm gonna be like, she's back. <laughs> I'm gonna like have you just pop in and start rowing on this on the row. Mm. Yeah, yeah. All Party the, time. All the, all the things. Stuff. All the things. No, I really do want you to have a, like a grand opening party because I want to go. I like that. I like right. she's fun at parties. I, I do that. I'm fine. Yeah, she's fun right, at parties. Good. Good time. Awesome. Oh my gosh. All right. So we got all your information. Um, We're excited. I will absolutely share some of what we talked about on my, on our pages, on our Instagram pages and for the website. And um, thank you so much for coming in. Love the in-person energy to our studio. This whole COVID thing really was like. Yeah, killer, right? Buzzkill for a little bit. Yeah, it's rare, you know. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, we get we get someone to come in, but uh, for the most part, we're still zooming with the stuff. But we've always yeah. done that. I mean, that's just always been the thing. We, we get people from all over the place, so right. it's nice to have good local boy. Even though you didn't go to and Mass the time high zone doesn't mess me up. <laughs> right. Like next week is Australia, oh, and I'm like, so oh, Jesus. Be... it's like here, it's afternoon for you, it's the oh, next that's morning. Exciting, like uh, that's pretty cool. It's all like yeah, we got some cool guests. That's we had good. New Zealand was a couple weeks ago wow. too. You know, yeah. It's fun times. Good times. All Good right. Day, Mike. All right. With that said, everyone, it is Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are two fake crazies. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Peace.